Nehemiah in chapter number two. We'll start reading in verse number two. The book of Nehemiah, chapter two, verse number two. said unto me, Why is thy countenance sad, seeing thou art not sick? This is nothing else but sorrow of heart. Then I was very sore afraid, and said unto the king, Let the king live forever. Why should not my countenance be sad when the city, the place of my father's shelter, lie waste, and gates thereof are consumed with fire? Then the king said unto me, For what dost thou make request? So I prayed to the God of heaven, and I said unto the king, If it please the king, and if thy servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou wouldest send me unto Judah, unto the city of my father's sculptures, that I may build it. And the king said unto me, the queen also sitting by him, For how long shall thy journey be? And when will thou return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I sent him a time. Moreover, I said unto the king, If it please the king, let letters be given unto me to the governors beyond the river, that they may convey me over till I come into Judah. And the letter unto Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the palace which appertain to the house, and for the wall of the city for the house that I shall enter into. And the king granted me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Then I came to the governors beyond the river and gave them the king's letter. Now the king has sent captains of the army and horsemen with me. Let's pray. Father, we come to you, Lord, tonight with a thankful heart. Lord, we ask you that you'd reach down one more time, Lord. And Father, would you give us that we do stand in need of here tonight, Father. Lord, if we may be able, Lord, to do that you called us to do here tonight, Father, that you move up on us, O oh Lord. And God, just uh, anoint us, Father, here tonight with the Holy Spirit, O oh Lord. God, and I pray that you just use our lips and tongue of clay for thy benefit and thy glory. Father, I pray tonight that you just reach down, God, and touch each one that's come this way, Father. Lord, I pray that you move up on them, O oh Lord. I pray your word, God, would go out, Father, and touch ears and hearts, O oh Lord, Father. Lord, to those that need to hear it here tonight, Father, we pray. God, we ask you, Lord, that they, I pray that each one would hear from you and you'd hear from them, Lord. God, and anybody that has a need here tonight, Lord, that they just, Lord, come to you, Father, Lord, and kneel before the cross here tonight. God, we pray that all things that happen the way you see fit. Once again, Father, we pray that you'd make a preacher out of us for a little while and do that for us. We're not able to do for ourselves. Lord, we do love you tonight. We thank you for, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, we humbly bow. We ask these things. Amen. So, just the goodness of God, I guess if you want to look at it this way, the greatness of God uh, in these scriptures tonight as we look at these and we, we see here now, Something that I didn't talk about really this morning was is um, Nehemiah went to uh, 
the king, and, and he had this this, uh, this count, sad countenance. And from what I've understood is it, that upsets the king. It, it worries the king for somebody to come to him like sort of with a sad face or the, the having a, a sadness about him. It, it, it concerns them. So this is something you didn't really go before the king in that, in that way. But we see that Nehemiah had, had done this. And this is, he, he, he was, as we said, he was taking a big chance. But the thing about this is, Lord was already working. The Lord was already moving. So Nehemiah, he, he asked him, he, he said, what is it you want? What is it you want? What is it you're needing? What's your request? So see, the door open. This door open. And that's the thing is, I, is God opens up doors. And that's what happened here is God was already working. As we talked about this morning, God was already working with Nehemiah. God was already working on the king. So this door opened up. This door opened up. So then when he done it, we see that, that he began to make his request. When the door opened, Nehemiah moved. So when, when God opens up the doors, he intends on us to make our move. He's opened them up for us to do our part. Amen. The Lord's going to do his part. So therefore, we do our part. See, to, to, this here, you think about going to the king and making this request and how, how scary that probably was to, to Nehemiah. How, how it was, he was probably afraid and even mentioned that, how that he was afraid. See, a lot of times we think things are impossible. But it's possible with God. It's possible with God because God was already working. God was already moving. God was already involved in it. Amen. Because we, as we talked this morning, amen, Nehemiah had done, had done uh, went to the Lord and had done been praying. And God had already been moving. God had already been working. So here we see that what, what, what would be impossible maybe to man is possible with God. The door was opened up and, that, and there he went. There the door and, and with, with everything being against him, Nehemiah began to make his request. There was, he didn't worry about what his occupation was. He wasn't worried about anything, but he just knew that God had opened up the door of opportunity. He knew that God had opened up the door, that God had, had moved in such a, a, a mighty way. See, the thing about it is, is when we do what God's wanting us to do, God's going to provide the way. Amen? When we're, when, and that's what Nehemiah was doing was doing here, was, was making, making this work. Amen? Working things out. And he was, so Nehemiah was doing what God wanted him to do. Amen. And God was doing what Nehemiah needed God to do. Amen. So it works together. When we, when we do what God wants us to do, God's going to do what we need him to do. Amen. He's going to move in a mighty way. He's going to open up the doors. He's going to make things happen. Amen. Before we even get to the point of need. <laughs> so before all this happened, amen, before this all began to happen, we see God was already moving. Maybe to, maybe to Nehemiah, maybe being this servant might have been degrading to him. It might have been, you know, something he didn't really want to be doing. 
But because he was in this place and this, this position, amen, he, God was using him. God was working here. God was making things happen. He was making things happen because of where he was at, because of the place that he was in. He was able to go, as we see, we see this morning, we'll see here in just a minute. He was able to go do these things. He was able to go build, build the gates. He was able to go build the wall. Uh, he, he was able to do these things that, that needed to be done. He meant to make, to get to, in Jerusalem to make things better. Because God was already working. So now we see the door is open. Again, let's see what he done. What did Nehemiah do? What did Nehemiah do when the door was open? He said, I prayed to God of heaven. So the door was open, opportunity for him to make his request. Amen. But before he went ahead and made his request, he went ahead and prayed one more time. Amen. He went ahead and prayed one more time. He went ahead and got in touch with the Lord. Amen. That's what prayer can do. Amen. A prayer can give you what you need to stand in need of. Amen. It'll give you what you want. Amen. When we learn, amen, let's go ahead and pray one more time. Amen. So here he is with this opportunity. He don't want to mess up. Amen. Nehemiah doesn't want to mess up, so he wants to make sure, amen, that if everything comes out the way it needs to come out, He's already prepared. He's already planned, as we talked about this morning. He'd already prepared, but he still wanted just to be sure, amen, that everything was going to go the way it needed to go. So he said, I pray. I pray. I think about sometimes is people say, well, what would you do in this situation? Or what would you do in that situation? Amen, the best answer you could ever give them, I, I pray about it, Amen. Some people come up and they'll say, Preacher, I don't know what to do about this. I've got this happening. I've got this going on. And Preacher, I don't know what I, I need to do. And I, the first answer I always give them, or, or, even, or ask them the question, have you prayed about it? Well, I, no, not really. Well, that's the first thing you can do. Before, you, before I can ever even help you, before I can help you in a decision making, you need to pray about it. Amen. You need to ask God about it. Amen. So whatever we may be doing, amen, or wherever we may be at, the first thing that needs to happen is, are we praying? That's what Nehemiah done. He prayed. He prayed. So then the king's next question is, how long will you be gone? As we said this morning, this is where it pays to be prepared. So, as we talked about this morning, don't waste your time by just sitting around when you're waiting. Go get the planning, get the figuring, get things in line so you're ready for when your time comes. Not only was Nehemiah getting hope of putting to, getting to go, but also wanted him to come back to work. How about that? I, I thought about it. He said, not only is, is, is he he's already in the hopes of being able to go do what he wanted to do, Amen. But he's asking when you're going to be able to come back. How long is it going to take you? Amen. So in other words, his job's sitting there waiting on him. Amen. He said, your job's here. Your job's waiting on you. Amen. When you get finished, amen, when are you going to be able to come back and get to work? When are you going to be able to come back and do your job? So the Lord's already the Lord's working, amen. The Lord's moving in a mighty way in this situation. He's already working here. 
That's the power of God. He says, all right, listen. He's, he's, he's getting the hope of going. He, he, he's getting the, the hope of having his job when he comes back. We see in verse number seven, Nehemiah takes it a step further. So he asked for the letters to be sent with him to provide a safe journey. So here we see some more preparedness here of, of, of Nehemiah. He knew that he was going to have to go through some places, amen, that, that the governors might not want him to go through, that the governors might pull him back, amen, or, or might, uh, might do something to him or whatever. So he's asking for these letters, amen, for a safe journey. See, the thing about this, Nehemiah knew this. Nehemiah knew where he would have to go. Nehemiah had done mapped it out, his journey. He knew where his journey was going to go and where he was going to go through. Amen. So he knew, he knew what governors was for. So he done, he done, he done prep and mapped it out. He done worked on it. He done prepared himself for this. See, the thing about it is, is, is Nehemiah knew, he knew the surroundings. He knew the surroundings. He knew what was he knew his surroundings. So he during his time of waiting, during his time as we talked about this morning, he was waiting. He knew what to ask for. He knew he knew what he knew that he needed to ask for these letters. He knew that he needed to ask for the letters from these governors to, uh, to be able to go through there where he would have any issue and he would be safe on his journey. He done his homework, amen. He'd already done his homework. Then he goes a little further and he says, also, I need a letter for the wood and the timber. So we needed supplies. And he received the letters from the king. So he needed supplies and he received that. How about that? He, here he is. Here, here Nehemiah is asking the king, as we talked about this morning, that destroyed, that destroyed Jerusalem. He destroyed Jerusalem. And, and he halted any kind of, any kind of work on it. But yet, here, Nehemiah, here, here, he's going to let Nehemiah go to rebuild it. He's going to let Nehemiah go, and he's going to get, he's going to make sure he's got a safe journey while he's on his way. He's going to he's going to he's going to even provide the wood for it. Amen. The, the timber, the the wood to do it. Amen. So here is here's God working. Amen. Here's God doing the impossible. Amen. When we think it's impossible, it's possible with God. Here's God moving. Here's God working. Amen. And say, listen, he, he's providing. He, amen. God is the provider. He, even the one that, that, that destroyed it is going to pay to get it fixed back. That's pretty good, ain't it? That's what God can do. Amen. That's what God can do. He's going, to send, he's going to send his servant, amen, to do the rebuilding, and he's going to provide safety, and he's going to pay for it. You reckon God was working? You reckon God was moving? See, the thing about it is, is God's already working in the future right here. So we go back, we back up four months, and that's when, uh, that's when, the, when, when Nehemiah heard the news, and Nehemiah began his prayer. Four months, amen, all the time and four months had passed by. 
And, and, and the, but God was working already in the future. Amen. God was already providing for the future. Amen. During this time, He was working on He was working on Nehemiah. He was working for Nehemiah to get planned, everything planned out. He was working on the king for things to happen the way it needed to happen. He was waiting for the right opportunity to, for the door to be open for Nehemiah to enter into this door of opportunity. The Lord's working on the future. Church, don't you think about this too. If he's working on Nehemiah's future, he's going to work on ours, isn't he? He already, he already has people in place that's going to help excel in many areas of our life. He already has those moments of opportunity in place. He already has events planned. He already is looking for a future for us. He's done getting things lined up for all of us, for things to work, for things to happen. Amen. He's already working on our future the same way he did Nehemiah. He's working, church. He's planning our future out. All we got to do is follow the path. Amen. All, we's gotta, all we got to do is open it, is go through the door when the opportunity opens. Amen. All we got to do is, is be ready. Amen. While we're waiting, be ready. Amen. While we're waiting, be prepared. <clears throat> we'd be like Nehemiah. Don't you, I don't know about you, but I, I just, I like it when just everything just clicks. Amen. Ain't it wonderful when, when everything just goes together, everything just clicks perfectly in place. Well, church, that's what happened. Amen. To Nehemiah, I, that's what can happen to you and I. Everything can just click right into place. Amen. When we put our faith in God, we trust God. We know that God can do the impossible. We know that God is the provider of all things. We know that God is working on the future. Amen. Even today. Even today, church, he's working on the future. He's working on mine and yours. He's going to put things in place. Follow the path. Follow his path. And it'll all work out. It'll click. It'll click. <clears throat> when we think it's impossible, God says, hold on. Hold on. You just keep on waiting. I'll make it happen. I'll work it out. That's what happened to Nehemiah here. Nehemiah, as we talked about this morning, waited four months. Four months, man, you don't give up. Amen. As I talked about, as I said this morning, we'd have done give up, made all kinds of excuses, wouldn't we? We'd done throw two or three pity parties, amen. We'd done quit three churches and everything else, amen, because he hadn't done nothing in four months. But after four months, we see that God had already worked everything out and everything was just clicking the way it should click. <clears throat> One thing we have to understand is God is in control. Amen? God's in control. And he's looking out for me and you. Amen? He's looking out for us. Who else would I want to look out for me other than God? Amen. You know, we 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 get we have people maybe in our workplace and maybe they're looking out for us and maybe they're trying to help us. Maybe we've got people in our in our in the schools, you know, when we're in school, maybe somebody that's looking out for us, and that's wonderful and that's great. And I'm glad we have those people, amen. Even just in regular life, everyday life, we have people maybe that's looking out for us and trying to help us. Amen. But one thing for sure, God's in control of all of us. And God's, and God's looking out for all of us. 
We have to understand that. You know, one thing we have to see also is Nehemiah knows why he got the approval from the king. It was nothing that he did. Nehemiah knows. Who was in control? Nothing he did that was all of what God did. He knows that the Lord, verse number eight says, and the king granted me according to the good hand of my God upon me. He granted me according to the good hand of God that's upon me. It's nothing I've done, but it's what God done. Nehemiah says, it's not what I've done, but it's what God done. I'm able to do these things. I'm able to do these things all because God was the provider. Verse number nine, we see that he's he not only not only did he see, not only is he letting him go, not only is he providing the wood for it, not only is he giving him letters, but we also find out that he sent captains. He sent the army officers. He sent this army to go with him, to protect him. How about that? The king that was just destroying the place is sending his servant, telling him he's got his job waiting on him when he gets back. He's going to pay for it. He's sending the letters, and he's sending an army to go with him, amen, to keep him protected while he's gone. Amen. That's when God's in control, amen. That's when we understand that, hey, Lord, the Lord worked things out. I thought about that. How wonderful is that? And I told the, man, the king and destroyed it and said no more working on it. No more construction. No more rebuilding. He's sending his servant to do it. And paying for it. And sending an army with him. <clears throat> that reminds me of a story that I heard. This little old lady Lived in this little neighborhood. Every morning she'd go out and say, Oh, thank you, Lord. She'd go out on the front porch. Lift up her hands and say, Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When this atheist moved in next door to her, he got to watching her. So she'd go out and say, Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. He'd go out and holler at her. There's no God. So the next, this went on for weeks. She'd go out. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. There's no God. So when her finances got horrible and she was in a struggle and she was, she was, she was running out of food and didn't have anything to eat and she, ran, she goes out and she says, oh, thank you, Lord. She said, but Lord, I, I need a, I, I'm hungry. I need some groceries. Would you provide for me? So that old atheist, he thought, well, I'll get her. Oh, atheist went to the store and he bought him a couple bags of groceries. He put them up there on the front porch that next morning. She walks out. She sees those groceries and she says, praise the Lord. Thank you for providing for me. He steps out from behind the bushes. 
and said, ah, I got you. I told you there was no God. I'm the one who bought those groceries. She said, Lord, thank you for providing for it and making the devil pay for it. <laughs> That's what God can do, amen? That's what God can do. And that's what he done to Nehemiah. Amen. He he used the resources that was there. Amen. And he made the one he made the one that destroyed the place. He made the one that destroyed Jerusalem. Amen. He sent us. He let he, he let Nehemiah go and told him he had a job when he got back. He said, oh, he said, you go on down there and you go down there and you rebuild that. Here's you the letter for the lumber. Here's you the letter for the timber. Amen. Here's you an army to go with you. Here's you a letter for your safety for the governors. Amen. And the Lord said, here's what's going to happen when you let me be in control of your life. Amen. He said, I will provide the way. That's what God can do. He provided the way. He provided the finances. He provided the protection. Amen. All at the hand of the enemy. Amen. How about that church? He let the enemy pay for it all. God is the great provider. Ain't it good when we see see Nehemiah didn't he didn't ask for the governors. He didn't ask for these arm, this army to go with these, these officers to go with him, did he? That's what happens. Amen. God will give you what you ask for plus a little more. Amen. God will give you what you ask for and he'll give you a little extra. Amen. Ain't you glad to know that a God that provides, a God that cares for us. And not only we give, he will give us what we ask for. Well, not only will he give us what we need. I will praise God he'll give us a little extra. Ain't you glad of that? That's our God, church. That's our God. That's what he done for Nehemiah. Amen. He gave him what he asked for. Uh, amen. He provided the way. He provided the finances. And he said, by the way, here's you a little extra protection. Amen. Here's you a little extra. Uh, amen. To go along on the journey. I'm glad I serve the Lord. I'm glad I serve the God that not only provides. Amen. But he can give you a little extra. <clears throat> Ain't you glad God knows what we need? God knows what we need, church. He knew what Nehemiah need. Are you proud to serve God like this? Are you proud to be one of His? He knows what we need. you this story and I'm going to say this and I'm fixing to close you I'm going to get a verse of a song or something to play <clears throat> uh, y'all heard this story but I want to share it here's what the Lord can do Nicole and I went to the Smokies several years ago so we, we carried up I was moving with old cars and stuff and 
We carried this old car up there. And I didn't have a tag or anything on it. We traded it up. I parked it on the side there, and I, you know, people come by looking at it, and trying to sell this car. You know, I bought a new trailer to trade it up with. So anyway, we're going through town. We decided we'd drive through town. And I look over and there's two cops on a motorcycle and they look over at me and they tell me, you need to pull over. Oh, man. So I pull over. Make a long story short, they give me a couple of tickets. About 90 bucks worth. <coughs> Shortly after that, I announced my call to preach. First church, first time I went to a different church to preach and I had so many months before I had to pay, pay this ticket it was getting pretty close to the time I went to this church and preached they took up a love offering for me they give it the, they give me hand it to me I didn't count it you know what I, I just stuck it in my pocket and went home of course I, I, I didn't I was trying to no no you don't owe me nothing I didn't come for the money they said we know you didn't they wouldn't have it, so I put it in my pocket. We got home, and I counted that money out. That was enough to pay that ticket and put a stamp on an envelope. God not only provided enough to pay the ticket, but he provided the stamp. I don't know. I looked, I looked at that, and I looked at Nicole, and I said, how much was that ticket? I said, how much is a stamp? And I began to cry. I said, you know what God's done? She looked at me and I said, God's paid this ticket for us. And he's provided the stone. There's exactly enough money here to pay the ticket and buy a stone. That's what God will do. Even me being stupid, amen, and going riding around in the smokies without, with a car without a, t without a tag on it. God said, I'm still going to help you out, you dummy. I'm going to still, I'm going to pay you a ticket and get to the sample. That's what God can do, church. That's how wonderful the Lord is. And I'm going to tell you, it excited me to know that God knew how much money I needed. I needed enough for the ticket and I needed enough for the stamp. Amen. He said, I provide it. Amen. Amen. That's the God we serve. Stand with us if you're able.